Howdy bowdy, everybody. This is David Sanchez, and this is the Riffs or Die podcast for Thursday, January 28, 2021. This is episode number 18, a.k.a. episode number 24. Now, right off the bat, you're probably wondering, what the hell are you talking about? Well, up until this point, I've been doing some bonus episodes for Patreon subscribers, exclusively for Patreon members, and I've been titling those episodes with whatever number, 0.5, because they go in between these ones that are public and are shared with everybody. But I realize now that that's probably not the best way to number things, so instead of calling them whatever, 0.5, I'm just going to start labeling them correctly with the real number of whatever episode it is. So if you're not subscribed to the Riffs or Die Patreon, that's patreon.com slash riffs or die. If you're not subscribed there, it's going to appear that I have missed some episodes that maybe I failed to upload them. But that is not the case. They are not missing. You just don't have access to them. If you want access to all the episodes of this podcast, including the bonus episodes, you have to go to patreon.com slash riffs or die and subscribe. You can subscribe for as little as $5 a month. You'll get some free merch, discounts in the web store at riffsordie.com. You can get your hands on handwritten lyrics, access to the Patreon-only feed, hang out with me once a month for about an hour on the live Zoom hangouts, And by subscribing, you will be helping me out tremendously during this time where there is no touring going on anywhere in the world. It'd be a huge help to me. For everyone that's already signed up, I really appreciate you being a patron of the show. And if you decide to sign up, you're not just donating money to the show, you're also getting things in exchange for that money. So... It's not the worst deal ever. I'm not groveling for your donations. I'm giving things in return. So it's a nice little trade here. If you have interest in any of that stuff, go to patreon.com slash riffs or die and sign up. Even if you don't sign up, thanks a lot for listening to this. It's real nice to see that people are checking out the podcast and enjoying it. So the last couple days, I was listening to this record that I really, really love. And it's been a while since I listened to it. And I revisited, and I think the album got better after not hearing it for some time. My musical suggestion for this week is the album I revisited. It's called Transylvania. And it's by a band called the Tango Saloon. The Tango Saloon kind of sounds like the title implies. There's some tango and cha-cha kind of sounds. But there's also some spaghetti western Ennio Morricone type of vibes going on. The music is super strange and interesting. There's a lot of very peculiar note selections and a lot of strange instrumentation. There's a song on this album 
called Abduction that I really, really love. The note choice is super strange. And there's a part in it where someone's using a slide on a banjo. Up until hearing this track, I've never heard a slide on a banjo before. I'm sure somebody's done it, but I haven't heard it until I heard this Tango Saloon song, Abduction. So if you want to dive into something that I enjoy, and maybe you've never heard before, go check that out. The band is signed to Mike Patton's label, Ipecac, and Mike Patton does guest vocals on quite a few tracks on this record. So if you're into Mr. Bungle or Faith No More or Fantomas or Tomahawk or Peeping Tom or any of these Mike Patton projects, you have to check this one out. It's really great. It's not metal, but it's very interesting music. And I love it. The other day I went surfing for the very first time. Since I'm out here in Hawaii, it seemed like a good idea, especially having a buddy that offered to teach me how to do it. And he's been surfing for decades, so I had a pretty good teacher. He goes all the time. I think he surfs every single day. So so I learned a couple of basics from him. And when I was sitting on the board, actually, before I even caught my first wave or we even paddled out far, I ripped the crotch of my board shorts wide open. (laughs) Thank God those shorts had the net in it. So my junk didn't just like unfold straight out into the open air. A couple days before I went surfing, I was just talking about how much I don't like the net that's in those shorts, the swimming trunks. And then I think it was the very next day, I ripped the crotch right out of them. And I was so glad that the net was there. Otherwise, that would have been my morning. I would have had to just disappear and go buy some new shorts. But thankfully, that net saved my life. And I was able to catch a few waves. It was a blast. Super fun. And I totally get how that could be addicting. When you catch a wave, it's a really good time. And I'm from Colorado, so we don't have any surfing out there. It's a brand new experience for me, and I'm definitely looking forward to going back. Other than blowing the crotch out of my shorts, the only other thing that wasn't ideal is um, I didn't wear what they call a rash guard, which is basically a shirt for surfing. And since I didn't wear that rash guard, I got gnarly burns from friction and just skin irritation while paddling. I got some gnarly burns on my upper abs and on my nips. Luckily, it's starting to not hurt so much. (laughs) It all scabbed up and was super sensitive. I tried to take a shower that night, and it was a very short-lived shower because Jesus Christ felt like somebody lit me on fire. So, word to the wise, if you're going to go surfing for the first time, definitely wear a rash guard. But now I've got one, and I'll be wearing it next time I go and try to catch a wave. But super happy to report that the board rash is no longer really an issue, and I'm looking forward to getting back out in the salt water. 
little over a week ago, I went with my girlfriend and we test drove a Tesla Model 3 out here in Hawaii. And god damn, that car is fast and super fun to drive. They let you test drive it for an hour. And um, I've never driven a car that has that much pickup in the acceleration. It was super fun. And I highly recommend if you're ever bored, go to a Tesla place and test drive one of their cars. It's free. They let you take it for an hour. At least the place here did. And it was a blast. That was a super fun thing to do for free. So now that's another thing added to the list of uh, items to buy in the future. All of those new models come standard with this thing called Autopilot. And Autopilot is basically cruise control, but it also steers for you. It doesn't just handle the speed. It also handles steering for you as long as you're in a very well-marked lane. We notice that it doesn't really do so well when you're in a lane and then it forks out into two different lanes. It doesn't know what to do. So you can't rely on that thing to just get you to wherever you want to be. You can't just pass out behind the wheel. It doesn't really work like that. But it was a handy feature. Luckily, it's super easy to override it. All you got to do is tap the brake or wiggle the steering wheel a tiny bit. But that technology is very cool and a little bit creepy. I think the same can be said about a lot of technology today. It's very cool, and it's very creepy. Like, the Tesla has a ton of cameras all over it. And knowing about facial recognition technology, that's just starting to hit in a big way. It's only a matter of time until cars are reading everyone's face, and then... You'll have no privacy. Anytime you're walking down the street, you're going to be monitored and recorded and identified by civilian automobiles. It's not hard to imagine that this kind of abuse of the technology could happen. I wouldn't put it past any particular government to use it in that way. And those new Teslas have another feature called the Summon function where you can basically just get on your smartphone and let's say it's raining, you come out of the grocery store and your car is parked far away, you can hit a button and summon your car. It'll wake up, start itself, and drive itself up to you with no one in the car. Very cool. Very creepy. I got a video of the autopilot working and me testing out the accelerator on the car. That video you can find on the Riffs or Die YouTube page. Just go on YouTube and search for Riffs or Die. You'll find the page, and you can watch the video of me driving that thing through the mountains on the island of Oahu. I'm just starting to dive into cutting up clips and posting those on the Rifts or Die YouTube page as well. So, more clips to come soon. And if you guys ever hear a podcast and you think there's a really great little chunk of audio that should be made into a clip, feel free to reach out 
and let me know which part you think is clipworthy, just shoot me an email at podcast at riftsordie.com. But I'm looking forward to getting more clips on the YouTube page. I'm hoping that it gets more people interested in the podcast and just becomes a little bit more listener-friendly in bite-sized portions like that. But you'd be doing me a huge solid if you went to the Riffs or Die YouTube page and hit subscribe. I'm not going to spam anybody to death. I just want to get that YouTube channel built up. Thank you all in advance. While I was driving that Tesla, I was testing out the sound system in there with Havoc, some music from V, just because I'm so familiar with the sound of that record. It's a real good way for me to test out a new sound system that I'm unfamiliar with to see what it sounds like. See if there's too much or too little of low end or the high end or whatever. So in the video, you'll see me cranking up some Havoc music. It's not because I'm driving around rocking out to Havoc all day, every day. (laughs) That's your job. But it's the best way for me to test a new system. And the speakers in that Tesla sound amazing. The sound system was killer in that thing. Other than Havoc, I tested out the system with some Steely Dan the Asia album, and that, again, sounded incredible. What's your favorite album to test out a new sound system? A lot of audio engineers bring in the same playlist with the same songs, same album or whatever, to tune the room when they show up to a new venue on tour. Steely Dan is very popular for doing that, just because the production is so crisp and clear. But what's something that you love to throw on when you're in a new environment, a new listening environment? What's your favorite thing to crank up to get a real feel for what the sound system is like? Write it in. Shoot it over to me, podcast at riftsordie.com. You guys can send me emails there anytime. Ask me questions. Hit me up about mixing and mastering for your band. Share a comment or story. Share some wisdom that we can reread here on the podcast. And something that I'd love to hear from you guys, a new segment I'd like to do here on the show, send in any funny or crazy or weird concert stories. What's the funniest thing you ever saw at a concert? It could be something the band did, something security did, the crew did, somebody in the audience, a bartender, whatever. Any funny or weird or crazy stories from concerts, shoot them over to me, podcast at riftsordie.com. Let's get those things shared with the world. I'd love to hear those. And as always, please send in some wisdom. Some words of wisdom from a parent, a grandparent, a friend, someone you look up to, an author, someone throughout history, something from a fiction book. Any wise words are very welcome, and I'd love to share them on here. Send me all the goods. 
shoot them over to podcast at riftsordie.com. Appreciate it. Speaking of emails, coming to podcast at riftsordie.com. Let's dive into some of the emails for this week. Here we go. All right, this first one says, saying hi and asking a question. Hello, David. I'm a great fan of your work since 2015 when I was 15 years old, and recently I've started digging your podcasts. I started listening backwards from the episode which featured John Keevil. You were a great duo on that. Thanks. I always thought that you and Keevil would have an interesting talk because of your intellectual personalities. Actually, I have a question about college education that I would like to hear your view on that. As a college student, I find college education beneficial to gain a worldview or personality. There are not many high school graduates that are highly intellectual around me in my country, but there are many examples of people not going to college but being really wise. You didn't go to college. Afaik? Afaik? That's got to be a typo. A-F-A-I-K. I I don't know. But (laughs) anyways, you didn't go to college. And I really admire your personality and thoughts. I would like to hear how did you achieve to learn and gain knowledge to this level without higher education? I know that college is not the only way to be intellectual, but I would like to hear your view on that and learn more about your path after graduating from high school and forming Havoc. Additionally, it would be great to see Zetro from Exodus on your podcast. I'm sure it would be an enjoyable conversation. When this COVID shit is over, I'm looking forward to see Havoc somewhere. Love from Ankara, Turkey. Rad. That's really cool. Thanks for listening all the way from Ankara, Turkey. That's amazing. Turkey's a place I would love to go someday. Who knows if that'll ever happen, but... I really hope to make it there. One of these days. Well, your English is pretty goddamn good for not being your first language. Well, for starters, thanks a lot for the kind words. I would love to get Zetro from Exodus on here. Maybe someday I can do that. He's a super nice guy. And one of my favorite vocalists in metal, for sure. I'm sure some of you could already figure that out, but... (laughs) For those that don't know. Now you do. But your question in here, you said, I would like to hear how did you achieve to learn and gain knowledge to this level without higher education? I know that college is not the only way to be intellectual, but I would like to hear your view on that and learn more about your path after graduating from high school and forming Havoc. So the knowledge that I've gained without higher education has mainly just been from watching a lot of documentaries, questioning lots of things, and reading books. I definitely do not think that college is necessary, and it's not for everyone. And very clearly, there's plenty of super genius people that never went to college, so it's not the only be-all, end-all way to prove that you're intelligent. I still think I'm a dummy, but a lot of people are surprised when I tell them I didn't go to college. Not sure why that is, but 
I've learned a lot more since being out of school than I ever did in school. And that's been mainly just by me reading books on my own and having interest in things and taking a deeper look at it. Whether that's through reading things or watching documentaries or whatever. But when I was like, I don't know, maybe 19 or 20 years old, it dawned on me like, hey, I'm way more stupid than I want to be. So I started reading books that were about things that I was interested in. I started out by reading books about religion and science and logic. And that led me to some classic books, some philosophy books, mainly nonfiction I'm not a very fast reader, so tackling a new book is a pretty big project for me. It's a big task. And I like to read nonfiction because if I'm going to make that gigantic investment in time and energy, I'd rather finish the book and know something new that actually happened or give me some sort of new insight into the world instead of reading something that didn't happen. There's exceptions to that. I do appreciate science fiction and things that people made up from time to time. Absolutely. But with books specifically, it's nonfiction for me way more than it is fiction. Just because reading a new book takes me a long time. And I'd rather come out of the other end of the book a little bit smarter and wiser and maybe know a couple of more things about a couple more things. That's not to say that you can't get things out of fiction books. You absolutely can. Look at how influential 1984 or Brave New World have been. But my path after graduating high school was essentially realizing that I'm not as smart as I want to be and started reading books. And very often when I want to watch something on television, instead of watching a show or a movie... I'll watch a documentary, even if it's just on YouTube. I'll go on YouTube and try to learn something or throw on a documentary about something that interests me. Again, I don't think I'm terribly smart, but I am interested in intellectual things. I really love philosophy, and I love learning in general. It's fun. It's fun to learn things and figure things out, and it's fun to know things, too. Of course, Socrates said, the wisest man knows how little he knows. Essentially saying that you know nothing. And I'm okay with that, too. (laughs) The things that I think I know, I don't truly know or understand. That's a philosophical ideal that I can live with. The fact that YouTube is free and libraries are free and the internet is largely free and open, you can learn practically anything you want. You can learn about any particular subject that you want for basically free. So you don't have to go to college to learn things and educate yourself. Self-education is incredibly valuable. Now, there are some instances where I would prefer that, like, a surgeon that's working on me went to school for that and wasn't just some guy that read about it in a library. 
But there are certain fields where I don't think having a college degree is completely necessary. There are some fields where you can get a degree and that degree won't help you get a job in that field. You'll just have a very, very expensive piece of paper to frame and put on your wall. When it comes to getting into a field like that, I think self-education is going to be infinitely more worthwhile than going to college. Of course, there is that. Of course, there is the social aspect of college, which I didn't get to have any part of. The only regret I guess I have for not going to school is the social aspect. Seems like a lot of fun, but I saved myself a ton of money by not going to school. Some of these degrees and some of these colleges, they charge tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to go through school. And then they give you a degree that is only worth the paper that it's printed on. Some people go financially bankrupt for a degree that can't even secure them a job in the field that they studied. It's really crazy. And that scam should be illegal, but it's not. That's a topic for another day. But all in all, I think self-education is way underrated. And you can learn about practically anything you want. Just go to the library, do some research on the internet, watch documentaries, read books. Pretty straightforward, simple enough. I'm not very book smart, but I think maybe some of the wisdom that I've read and heard throughout my life is being mistaken for intelligence. I'm a big fan of philosophy and um, learning wisdom, learning wise words and wise ideas. I'm way into ideas, so I think maybe that's what's happening. I don't find myself particularly smart, but I am a big fan of philosophy and wisdom. So I hope that kind of answers your question in a roundabout way. It's a very interesting and flattering email. Thanks a lot for sending that all the way from Turkey. Hopefully I can get over there one of these days. Cheers, matey. All right, let's hit one more email here. And then wrap it up because I got to get out of here soon. This one's from a Patreon subscriber. And on the last Patreon exclusive podcast episode, I asked people to send in funny or crazy concert stories. So this one's entitled Concert Story. Let's see what we got here. All right. This one says, hey, David, longtime listener. And I heard you were wanting to hear some concert stories from us. I got my own to share and feel free to share with everyone on the podcast if you like. It's a bit lengthy, but I'll try to keep things short. Sounds like you're giving a haircut. All right. It says, back in late 2018, I went to a Michael Graves show with my buddy and his dad. It was in Kokomo, Indiana at this tiny, and I mean tiny, record store. I don't know how they were able to do it, but hell, they found a way. The crowd was all drinking $2 beers that were being sold, and during the openers, we were all packed in like a can of sardines. My group was able to squeeze into a spot right next to the stage where a stack of big speakers were at. Graves finally came on, and the place went absolutely nuts, like literally something you'd see in a cartoon. Beers flying and spilling everywhere. 
even going on to the guitar pedals and chords on stage, 24-7 non-stop moshing, and I had to mosh during American Psycho. You have to, honestly. <laughs> yes. For those who don't know, Michael Graves is the singer of The Misfits that came in after Danzig. And I really love that American Psycho record. Anyway, back to the email. It says, A guy seems to have broke his ankle in the mosh and dragged out by his friends, and I believe that he went to the hospital once they clawed their way out. A girl in the front of the stage was being crushed by some big dudes who probably didn't see her because she was so small. Graves stopped the show briefly to help her up, ask if she's okay, and let her stand to the side of the stage near us. The show went on, and then my buddy and I noticed something. The two giant stacked speakers were not strapped down to anything. They were moving and shifting while the drunks continued to mosh. We both knew that if these speakers fell, it would seriously injure someone, and if not, then the show will definitely be over. We both used our strength to hold up the speakers and try to stop them from moving any further. A few more songs passed, and they ended it early, just because of the rowdy crowd and the amount of beer fucking up their gear. <laughs> we met the band outside and did meet and greets with Graves himself. Snapped a few pics and then headed home. Flash forward a few months later, and I decided to put myself out there in the dating scene finally. I tried out online dating because it felt like my best bet being out of high school, working a full-time job, and not enrolled in college. I ended up matching with a stunning woman and we hit it off immediately. During our first date, she brings up my photos on my profile. I included the one with Graves just because I don't like taking pics of myself and that's one of the very few I have of me. She brings up that she was at the same show too. <laughs> oh man, what the fucking odds of that? That's awesome. I tried to remember seeing her, and I do. Hair all put up with the sides hanging down, the big platform boots, and pale as a ghost. So crazy to think that we saw each other, and then months later found one another and fell in love. Aww. We're happy together and about to celebrate our two years together. I'm sorry it was a bit long, but I hope you enjoyed it. Anyways... I hope you've been doing good in Hawaii and having fun. I wish I was there. How's the shaved ice and spam? <laughs> I haven't had any shaved ice yet, but the spam is great. Spam's great no matter where you are. Well, my friend, that story was a bit lengthy, and um, I'm not too great at reading out loud, so thanks for bearing with me. It's also a little bit of a pain in the ass to try to read it off of a phone with a microphone right in front of my face. Anyway, back to your story with the speakers not being strapped down to anything. Definitely been there, done that, seen that. <laughs> I've seen some gnarly stuff happen with those. And that sucks that uh, the band had to end it early because of the crowd and the amount of beer fucking up their gear. That's really unfortunate, but uh, I can kind of understand. But the positive of the story is great. Your girlfriend you didn't meet at a Michael Graves show, but she was there. Especially a super tiny packed one. Very slim odds on that. That's really cool. Congrats to you. 
and to her. There's one specific time that comes to my mind when we played a show and there was the same situation where the speakers were not strapped down to anything. We were playing a show with Anal Blast and I can't remember the town, but it was somewhere in the Midwest. And I'll never forget the singer of Anal Blast who passed away a few years ago was on stage and he was hammered as fuck, super, super wasted drunk. And I remember he was like berating women and just like being a a total misogynist, like asshole. And uh, this girl got really mad and she put her hand down her pants and she pulled out her bloody tampon and threw it at him on stage. And I remember it hit him in the chest and it fell on the ground and he picked it up and he put the string in his mouth and he started shaking his head and slapping the bloody tampon on the sides of his cheeks. It was fucking gross, (laughs) but completely real. I'll never forget that. And that same show with these speakers. Okay, this is where the speakers actually come into play. Sorry for that disgusting, disturbing imagery, but that's really what happened here. But back to the speakers not being strapped down, he was super hammered, and later in that same show, he started to try to climb up onto the speakers, and keep in mind, this dude is like 450 pounds. He's enormous, a huge, huge man. And he starts trying to climb up onto the speakers, and he just fucking wrecked the whole tower. They all came crashing down with him on top. I don't think he got seriously hurt, but it did not look like fun. And, uh, that kind of wrecked the whole show. (laughs) I can't remember, but I think the show is over then. I I think that kind of ended the whole night, but I've seen some crazy shit happen when the, the speakers are not strapped down case in point that show we did with anal blast way back in the day. It must've been in like 2007 or 2008, something like that. So there you go. We got a weird story from a listener here, concert story, and I just shared with you one of the craziest things I've ever seen on a show. (laughs) Sorry, it's fucking disgusting, but that's what really happened. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more disgusting things that get written in when you guys start sending in your stories. So please send them over to me, podcast at riftsordie.com. And shoot over the craziest, weirdest, or funniest things you've ever seen at a concert. I love sharing those. And feel free to keep writing in some wisdom that we can share with the world. We can try to enlighten the world a tiny, tiny bit with this podcast. I want to leave you guys with this piece of wisdom from the legendary, late, great George Carlin. This one's not so deep, It's just more silly. But Carlin said, Don't sweat the petty things. And don't pet the sweaty things. Never forget. That's it from me for now. Go check out that Tango Saloon record, Transylvania. I think you'll really dig it. If you like Havoc music, you'll get a slight insight into things that inspire our own music. Make sure you go to the Riffs or Die YouTube page. Subscribe there. 
And if you want to support the show beyond listening to it and telling your friends, you can go to patreon.com slash riffs or die and subscribe and you'll get access to bonus episodes and all kinds of other stuff. So go check that out. Patreon.com slash riffs or die. And keep in mind, you can always support the show by going to riffsordie.com and picking up a t-shirt or some stickers or buttons or poster or whatever. Plenty of ways to support. The fact that you're listening to this right now and you made it this far in the podcast lets me know that you are a real supporter and I really appreciate you listening to this and giving your attention for a little while. I hope y'all enjoy the end of your January 2021 here. And I'll be jumping on recording episode number 25 for the Patreon exclusive sometime here in the next couple of days. So to Patreon subscribers, I will talk to you all soon. To everyone else, I will talk to you a little bit later. But not too late. Don't sweat the petty things. and Don't pet the sweaty things. Take it easy, everybody. Goodbye.